sponsored by Amazon. Good morning, Playbookers. I'm Rogu Manavalin. The GOP's 2024 picture is starting to come into view. Here are the big things we're watching on Friday, March 10th. As told in three must-read stories that you can check out in this morning's playbook, over the last 24 hours, the dynamics that'll shape the 2024 Republican primary are starting to come into view. One, as Hannah Knowles and Isaac Stanley Becker report for the Washington Post from Davenport, Iowa, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has indicated privately that he intends to run for president. Two, former President Donald Trump appears likely to face criminal charges in Manhattan. That's stemming from his alleged payment of hush money to porn star Stormy Daniels, scooped by the New York Times last night. And three, Politico's. Jonathan Martin reports in a piece that just published that other leading Republicans are taking aim at both Trump and DeSantis. Let's start with one. In the clearest statement of his plans to date, DeSantis has reportedly told confidants he intends to run for president. Though the draft DeSantis Super PAC that launched yesterday is likely to serve as an approved outside spending vehicle for his campaign, Hannah Knowles and Isaac Stanley Becker from the Washington Post report that the governor's allies do not expect him to announce a run until after the Florida state legislative session ends in May. But in recent conversations, DeSantis has described his presidential plans without any caveats that would suggest he's still deciding. That's according to two people familiar with this comments. DeSantis is hitting Iowa and Nevada tomorrow, and his team is figuring out how to earmark the $70 million left over from his gubernatorial re-elect for the presidential bid instead. In Iowa, he'll almost cross paths with Trump. On Monday, the former president will make his first trip to the state since announcing his own 2024 bid. That sets up this weekend as a kickoff of sorts for the high-stakes caucuses, as well as the first time that DeSantis will be able to really test his message in an early state. In what would be a historic and unprecedented move, prosecutors from the Manhattan District Attorney's Office invited Trump to testify before a grand jury in the investigation of hush money payments made during the 2016 presidential campaign to adult film star Stormy Daniels. Writes the New York Times, such offers almost always indicate an indictment is close. It would be unusual for the district attorney, Alvin L. Bragg, to notify a potential defendant without ultimately seeking charges against him. Trump, in a long, rambling statement on Truth Social, denied having an affair with Daniels, insulted her appearance, and likened the investigation to the Russia and Ukraine inquiries that dominated his presidency. While any indictment of Trump could flip 2024 on its head, the Times writes that even if Mr. Trump is indicted, convicting him or sending him to prison will be challenging. And it remains unclear whether an indictment would actually hurt Trump in a primary. After years of sowing doubt and disinformation about any institution that investigated or stood against him, it is possible that any changes could have something of a rally around the flag effect with his core supporters. Politico's Jonathan Martin has the readout from a recent hush-hush Republican donor conference in Austin. The top-line takeaway, among Republicans who dislike Trump, Martin writes, a sense of mission creep is already setting in on the anti-Trump plotting. As DeSantis heads to Iowa Friday for what's effectively the start of his presidential bid, his initial strength 
with Republican contributors and voters alike, is prompting the other would-be candidate to divide or at least pair their attacks. With Trump appearing to have an unshakable core of support and the nature of the primary shaping up to be who can emerge as the strongest alternative to him, the rest of the potential field plainly feels pressure to dislodge DeSantis from his early perch as that candidate. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 2 p.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will hold a bilateral meeting with European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen. At 5.55, Biden will leave the White House for Newcastle, Delaware, arriving at 6.50. Vice President Kamala Harris will convene a roundtable on worker unionization with Labor Secretary Marty Walsh at 1.30. The House would meet at 9 a.m. to take up a bill forcing the DNI to declassify info on the origins of COVID. First and last votes are expected at 10.30 a.m. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen will testify before the Ways and Means Committee at 9 a.m. Worth noting that at 8.30 a.m., the Bureau of Labor Statistics will release the February jobs report. Economists expect a net gain of around 225 jobs in February. That's roughly half the number as January's gangbusters number of 517,000. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike DeBonis. Zach Stanton is Playbook's deputy editor. The executive producer and head of audio here at Politico is Jenny Ahmet. I'm Rogu Manavalan. Have a good weekend. We'll see you first thing Monday morning. All employees should have the opportunity and tools to grow their careers, regardless of where they start. That's why Amazon offers a range of free training programs designed to help move into higher paying roles within Amazon. Learn more at aboutamazon.com.